is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Great to have you with us. As we head into the weekend together, it's uh, it's finally here. Actually, the weeks go by f- so quickly. It seems like we just woke up. It was Monday morning, and now here it is, Friday. And uh, we're finishing up the week together. So we got that going for us. Last night, there were some tournament games, NCAA tournament games. Uh, this was the Sweet 16. That continues today, of course. Uh, but Gonzaga made it to the Elite Eight. Beating UCLA, 79-76. Florida Atlantic won again. Yeah, they were awesome. Kind of a Cinderella story. They beat uh, Tennessee. UConn crushed Arkansas, uh, Kansas State. My boys in the Big 12 doing well. (laughs) Kansas State beat Michigan State. They just, I mean, that game went into overtime. That was a great game. Yeah. It Uh, looks like it was, I mean, did you watch any of it? Because I did not. Every second. Every second. Every second. I did not miss a second Mm. of that game. Good for you. Especially the overtime. Man, was I happy when it went into overtime. Excited because I got more more viewing time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not. Now, today, Princeton, who's a 15 seed in the Sweet 16, uh, they try to make it to the Elite Eight. Uh, who is it they're playing? Princeton? Uh, I can't remember. But uh, that'd be interesting to see a 15 seed. Creighton. Creighton, right. Yep. So, we'll we'll see. Keep you posted on all of that and so much more. It's a, another big day jam-packed with stuff. I mean, the Michigan State loss just blew my bracket. Did it? Uh, yeah. I was, was that the first had, one that you didn't <laughs> yes. correctly predict? There were no brackets left early on in this year's uh, March Madness. I mean, it didn't take mm. long for zero brackets to be available to win. Yeah, it's... Uh, what were we hearing the other day? Uh, I'm not sure if this was on the air or off, but I heard that there's a one in one quintillion chance to get the ba- uh, get to the have bracket a perfect, right. a right. perfect bracket where you call every game. Yeah, of course, it's never happened, and a one in quintillion. <laughs> yeah. So you got million, billion, trillion, quadrillion, quintillion. quintillion. So it's essentially. I mean, what you're just saying, it's impossible there. Yeah, I mean, you're much. just trying to see how far you can get, right? I mean, that's you're just yeah. seeing how how good you can go until you know an upset happens <clears throat> that throws the whole thing into. But you got a much better chance at winning a, lo- a lottery than you know for billions of dollars than you do. Yeah, uh, uh, out the bracket, having a yeah. perfect NCAA. Bracket. But you know, you can't win if you don't play. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> Let's start out the day with some good news. For a change, nice. a Charlotte trucking company owner got his money back after it was stolen from him at an airport in Arizona by the government more than two years ago. Can you believe it? Nice. A civil asset forfeiture case was uh, finally settled and ju- a little bit of justice done. The guy had to go out and get a lawyer and fight this for two years, though. They should have to pay him more than they took from him. Which they haven't done yet. Which they've not done. No. They took $39,500 from him, almost $40,000 taken from him by TSA at a baggage claim at the Phoenix airport in 2020. Gosh, it's uh, two and a half years ago, almost three years ago. He flew to uh, Phoenix with the goal of purchasing a tractor trailer for his trucking company. We talked about this at the time. Uh, He was just going to pay cash for it. And again, 
That's legal in the United States of America. You can pay cash for certain, for any item. Eh. Eh, it's, I, no, hardly anybody does it anymore. But you can. It is permissible. And it's okay to transfer money across state lines. Right. Although, it's becoming illegal. Without any written law. Anyway. Don't get pulled over uh, when you have cash. No kidding. No kidding. And don't submit to it. Now, they'll tell you, oh, my dog hit on your car. Yep. Uh, so? And? Well, that means I can search yep. it. I see something sticking out of your glove box. Mm-hmm. I can search. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, he was questioned by police, and his money was seized and subjected, of course, to civil asset forfeiture. An Arizona trial court ruled that he failed to prove the cash was his. <laughs> Again, the total opposite of the U.S. Constitution, where they got to prove you did something wrong. Right. No, instead, with civil asset forfeiture, you have to prove your point. You have to prove you're innocent. So he apparently at the time couldn't prove the cash was his. I don't know. what uh, Would a bank withdrawal uh, yeah, suffice well, they, for they that? Tell, yeah, there's, you're supposed to have uh, you know documentation. Make sure you your, keep your you know right your bank withdrawal sheet when you when you take cash on the road with you. Although uh, we have heard cases where they have had that and it didn't matter. That's true. So. That is true. Uh, the Institute for Justice reported that uh, it took over Johnson's case on appeal, and in May 2022, the Arizona Court of Appeals held that the lower court's ruling, which said he couldn't fight this, they said he couldn't fight it. Uh, They overturned that, though. Uh, According to uh, Institute for Justice Senior Attorney Dan Albin, he said Jerry's case potently illustrates the injustice of civil forfeiture. Even when someone ultimately gets their property back, it took 31 months for Jerry to finally get his savings back while scraping together money to hire an attorney. So wrong. I know. It's a blessing to finally have my savings back so that I can invest it in my business, he said. That that the government could take my money, never charge me with a crime, but hold on to my savings for so long is outrageous. You think? No kidding. No argument from us on that. Thankfully, there is the Institute for Justice. Yes. My gosh, I don't know if there how many <coughs> cases should, they're taking on. We should talk to somebody uh, from there. Maybe Monday. I'll, I'll reach out. Yeah, yeah I'll re- we we definitely need to talk to somebody from there. That's a good idea. We that uh, I hope that they're grabbing onto more than just Jerry's case. No kidding, because uh, there's hundreds, if not thousands, yes. of them uh, countrywide. Uh, and plus, gun- I think I mean he's he's not uh, he's still not whole. No, I mean, he's, he's not. He's, no, <laughs> right. He had to pay for all the attorney fees. I don't know what the deal is. Don't with know how Institute much that for cost, justice. But- you know, mm-hmm. when they came on board, if they took it, uh, if they're a nonprofit, I think they are. We'll we'll talk. To, I'll, I'll reach out to them. But uh, you know, at some point, he had to put out money. They mentioned it in the story that he had to scrape together some of his money for attorneys. For to attorneys, even, right. even find out that yeah, no, you can't fight it. Well, you got the attorneys' fees. You got time lost. Yeah, you got the hassle. Uh, and His business has struggled because he sure. couldn't buy the new truck he was going to buy. Right. What about interest? You should pay him interest <laughs> over that time, too. The government owes him a lot more no money. No kidding. A lot more in order to make it whole. And even then, you've wasted all that time and had all that stress. Yeah. That still doesn't compensate no, it for does it. it's not. 
I, I don't know why we can't put a stop to this, but... Uh, Wait, but this is good news. But good this news. is good news. This is good news. He got $39,500 back. That's a start. That's great. Uh, earlier this week, we had the story of the woman who had $40,000 in her savings. She was saving up to make a down payment on a home. And so she put it into that Los Angeles uh, vault, oh, yeah, safe the, deposit right, right, vault, right, right, right. which was raided by the FBI. And they took over $100 million in cash and, and property. to us. Yeah, prove, prove, prove that, that's yours. that that's yours. Ah, uh, okay. I, I have that's a key. not how it works. I have a key for yeah, the got, box that you opened illegally. Right. How about you prove that I did anything wrong for you to take it from me? Is this not America? And, of course, we've answered that question <laughs> yes. multiple times. Yes, we have. It is not. It is not America anymore. When this kind of stuff can happen, and it happens all the time, between this and the, we also had a, uh, uh eminent domain case that we talked about earlier in the week um, where they're trying to make room for a Pfizer. I think it was a Pfizer faculty f- facility. And... Uh, and so they're just uh, level. They're trying to buy and level a bunch of homes. Oh, I mean, what's Pfizer supposed to do? Find another place? <laughs> no, no, you can't. They ask want that. that place. You cannot ask that of them. They came up with a vaccine, so they're practically a sacred company now. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. We've decided we like it there, right? And if they want it there, so let it be written. So let it be done. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I, the how the Emma attitude do, has changed yeah, on Pfizer and Moderna. Such, oh my gosh. Can you believe it? It's such a it's such a strange thing the eminent domain because it's like give them an inch they take a mile. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I mean because at some point you go, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah we need the, it's we, progress we, for the community. Yeah, you know, it's we in need the, that. We need the, the road. We need the highways many. there. I don't want right. to I don't want to have to drive another mile out of my way. Well, that's how they've gotten around this cuz you're not supposed to do that just for a a business. Okay, I can't move your house or bulldoze your house just because we want a Walmart there. So that's supposed to be a thing. Right. But it's really not because then they say, well, we also have to widen the roads. Yeah. So that's public access to this area. Yep. Okay. All right. And by the way, Walmart is giving our city uh, millions of dollars moving in. We're giving them right. a great task break. So uh-huh. you're going to move. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and uh, if you won't let us buy it from it from you, we'll just take it. And uh, won't pay you a dime. How about that? <laughs> now are you ready come, to accept our offer? Come around Tuesday. <laughs> we're going to have bulldozers here. I think it was so. 40 homes they were moving. Uh, I think 40 people were being asked, or families. Well, more than, yeah, more than yeah, yeah. 40 families, yeah. And then a bunch of, and I, I mentioned this the other day, in, in Houston when they widened I-10 from six lanes yeah. to 24. Or 80 or whatever it is. Literally hundreds oh, of yeah. homes and businesses. I think it was 650 uh, at one point. And, yeah, they just take them. You have to. You have to acquiesce. What are you going to do? Say no? Yeah, you can't. (laughs) Sorry. We need it. We need it. How do I get to your business? Well, there is no way because you've got concrete slabs on top of it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, all righty. I guess I'll move. I mean, you can hold out for the principle of the thing, but you're going to lose it. And some people do. And And, and some people do. do. And there have been times when they, you know, you're victorious and some guy, right? I mean, uh, wasn't that the deal in New York? Rockefeller built around a, yes. a bar or something. Yes, because the guy would not give yeah, in. And there's other places around the country where yeah. people have refused to move. So everything just builds around that one house. 
And then, you know, while that's great and you stood mm-hmm. tall, you're the one that ends up looking like an idiot. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're standing on my property. Because they really rendered your property uh, worthless. Right. And you got nothing for it. Right. So it doesn't it doesn't pay. But if you want to fight for the principle, it's a Absolutely. good fight. It's it a is. worthy it cause. But, I mean, it's, this is America. Yeah. Right. Stand on that principle. See how far that gets you. You know, and we talked about I'm this. Right too, underneath I think. exit two. This uh, is America. Right. The New London, Connecticut case where they moved all those people. Um, I, I forget how many homes it was, but it was a bunch of homes and they were nicely located. Some some people had been there for generations, you know, and there was a plant that was moving in and, and they wanted the plant there. And so uh, they forced all these people out, became a huge deal, and then the plant was never built. <laughs> so that Sorry kind of stuff it. happens. Oh, yeah. Sorry right. about it. Ah, you're probably more comfortable where you we are now. Anyway. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, uh, no. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Incredible, isn't it? It is. It's just, it's a, you, if you didn't see this with your own eyes, and have been experiencing this the last you know few decades. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it's the United States of America. Uh, speaking of which, apparently, forty years after Ronald Reagan and the Star Wars Defense Initiative, apparently now our U.S. missile defense is woefully. It's described as woefully obsolete. Okay, that's unacceptable. Well, they're... how with all of our military spending, which is bordering on a trillion dollars a year? Yeah, the new budget even gives them more money, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. How do you let that go? How? And hopefully they're not. Maybe there's things we don't know about. That's what I'm hoping. I would like to believe that that we have these uh, supersonic ballistic missiles like China and Russia do. I I hope, and I hope we've got things that can shoot down their missiles, but um, apparently. We're behind now uh, the other major powers of the planet. Uh, Years of force degradation and confusing policies from succeeding administrations leave the U.S. only barely able to defend itself from smaller nuclear powers. From smaller nuclear powers. We're not even talking about Russia and China. That's bad. Traditional nuclear strategy during the Cold War adhered to principles of deterrence and mutually assured destruction, also known appropriately as MAD, where the consequences of a nuclear attack by one nuclear power on another would lead to the total destruction of both. So, yeah, uh, the deterrent is that you would both lose in this eventuality. Right. Now, that... that guided our policy for decades, but now amid a Soviet nuclear arms buildup, well, they built it up in in the 70s and 80s, uh, and so that's why Reagan became increasingly concerned uh, about maybe f- finding a defense system that would shoot down nuclear missiles when they were aimed in coming at right. us. So it was in that uh, environment that SDI, the Star Wars Defense Initiative, was conceived. Now, it was it was almost just fantasy. It was almost completely made up. I mean, we did have the intention of upgrading our defense system, but the thing was, we scared the Soviets into submission. They had to increase their spending, which they could not afford. And it was one one of the things, one of the many things that contributed to their total collapse a few years later. Because they were trying to yeah, keep pace with to keep us. Up. 
Well, now uh, we just don't bother with any of it because we've got Democrats in office and they say, oh, any any kind of buildup of our defense system is escalation toward uh, nuclear war. Mm, no, that's why it's called defense. <laughs> okay, we're defending ourselves and you need to put up some sort of shield for when missiles are launched at us. Uh, but that's how they stop these programs. And now all of a sudden, all the Democrats are these war hawks who want us to be involved in war and desperately want to entangle us into every mess around the planet. It's just, it's inconceivable. And yet here we are uh, conceiving of it. Now we did, uh, I think, well, who's, who do we have to be, you know, scared of now? I mean, we're concerned that it, Russia, China. I don't. It, China's it, right? China, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, we've got reports that Russia is pulling out using old tanks and old military from 1947 uh, for this Ukraine battle. Yeah, so apparently I, they're 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 taking their old tanks. I forget which what it's called, but they started the yeah. production of these in 47, and they're moving them from the eastern parts of Russia all the way to the the front with the Ukraine, and uh, and they're rickety old. Uh, 1940s technology. So, yeah. How much are we worried about Russia? I know. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they wouldn't be, you know. It's not like we're fighting Iceland. But <laughs> but they're not the power we once believed no, they not. were. No, they're but not. But you do have China. And, and according to this article, we're falling behind in the effort to even defend ourselves from smaller threats. You know, that would be the North Koreas and the Iran Pakistan, uh, countries of the world, Pakistan, yeah, whoever, whoever. So uh, we need to get our heads out of our butts. And who is the next president that's going to be able to do that and lead the country uh, back to being the world superpower? I mean, it's got to be somebody. Somebody's got to. It's got to be somebody uh, other than the other one than we have the in Democrats. office now. Yeah. As we mentioned yesterday, Democrats cannot win this time. <laughs> okay. I, we have to. We absolutely must. It's imperative to save the country that Democrats not be in office. Yes, it's imperative. I I firmly believe and that much is clear. But yeah, they cool. finished the job. If they win in twenty twenty four, by twenty twenty eight, there's nothing left. Nothing left to save. We will not be the same country. So these Marxists in the Democrat Party cannot win. So let's all get together. If we decide that's Donald Trump, great. If we decide it's Nikki Haley, great. If we decide it's Vivek Ramaswamy, even greater. Yeah. Uh, but it must be someone other than these people who are systematically and purposely destroying this country. Can't have it. Can't have it. Uh, things are. We're, we're at a point right now where uh, they could finish the fundamental transformation of America. They could drive that final stake into our heart and and just uh, end this great experiment. Uh, by the way, a little later on, because it's the 248th anniversary of the speech, we got Patrick Henry's "Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death" speech. Oh, nice! I, I think we Is should. Patrick read stopping that. by. Oh, <laughs> I think we're going to read, read it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's not feeling that well right now. Really? So, That's <laughs> otherwise, he'd read it himself. I, I hope it's not the. Hope it's not COVID. Well, he's in his early 300s <laughs> now. So, um, you know, I figure, yeah, we'll Take just let him rest yeah. at home. Yeah. <laughs> let him rest. And we'll read it for him. Okay. But you talk about powerful speeches. And 
a group of men in our founders who uh, were able to pull off this great American experiment. And had such incredible. vision. Such uh, vision. Oh, man. It's, it's unbelievable to me, the, the vision that these guys had. And it wasn't just two or three like we have today. You know, we name the same people all the time. Who is there? And then we, have, we rattle off a few names. There were 56 of them right. gathered together at the same time. Is that a coincidence? Mm, no. I think the Lord saved them for this time, for, for that time, and uh, got them all together in, in the one place. Well, one place being the country, not the state or city. But, I mean, when else has there been that many brilliant people who were uh, concerned with the same thing, and that's freedom, uh, gathered together in one place? There, there wasn't another And time. worked together for that freedom. Yes. Understood what was at stake and uh, really pulled it off bravely and courageously. Because they all knew that uh, the British would hang them if uh, it didn't work out and we lost. They would have all been oh, executed absolutely. for treason. So anyway, we'll share that with you uh, coming up a little later awesome. on. Uh, something going on in... Uh, on the African continent right now. First of all, we had a story the other day that Africa is going to split apart. Did you see that yeah, story? Yeah, that we're going to have a whole other continent, right? Yeah, Breaking pretty down. soon, too. Just five million years Big, from now. Uh, well, I mean, it started already. It's gonna <laughs> it happen. has started. Yeah, but it's going to happen. They think within the next five million years. You say that like it's so far off. I know. It's, it's right really there. In the scope before, of the existence well, of the planet, it's like tomorrow. Before you know it, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There's a look yeah, at it. Yeah, that's awesome. So it splits off about what a fourth of the continent, maybe uh, a yeah, third, a fourth, somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. It makes uh, Africa much skinnier toward the bottom. It, it does make Africa skinnier. You lost a lot of bottom. weight. What did you guys do for that? <laughs> well, part we of cut the off a limb. Yeah, <laughs> we split off about a fourth of our body. Uh, but man, we move a lot better we now. Feel good. Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> And when you feel good, you know, you can do everything really well. Absolutely. So, but anyway, uh, speaking of Africa, we're apparently threatening Uganda right now. Yeah. Because they've got some incredible legislation pending in uh, in their legislature. Uh, first of all, I, I had no idea the Ugandan president has been the Ugandan president since 1986. <laughs> according, <laughs> according to this. He's been the president since 1986. Uh, and he's quite an interesting cat, too. We'll share. Yoari uh, yes. Kaguta okay. Museveni. Oh. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Like, I mean, don't insult our intelligence. Of course, everybody knew his name. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, he's been there for 37 years. <laughs> Come on. So uh, they've got this uh, pending legislation, this anti-homosexual legislation, uh, just to show you that, I mean, in some countries, they've not gone the direction we have. No, they have not. Or the rest of the world is going. Um, in fact, they've gone the opposite way. They've already got anti-homosexual. It's called, in fact, the Anti-Homosexual Act. Yeah. Is it not? Uh, yeah, the anti... Yes, I, that is uh, something like that. But that's not enough for them. They want to strengthen that that law, and now they're criminalizing homosexuality in Uganda. Or they this they bill would. They want to, right? They, they want to, and they want some of the crimes that uh, they are sent, calling crimes 
would be punishable by death. Oh my gosh! Or twenty years in prison <laughs> for yeah, death or twenty years in prison. Wow. Yeah, that's so, amazing. According to the bill, so this, like, what would be what would warrant the death penalty? Aggravated homosexuality. Oh, okay. If so, <laughs> aggravated is where somebody pisses you off so much you become homosexual. Yes. Is that yes, what it is? aggravated homosexuality. <laughs> what? So, it, according Weird. to the uh, described sex acts committed without consent or under duress against children, people oh. with mental or physical disabilities, <laughs> okay, by a serial offender well, or involving incest. I mean, if you do that heterosexually, you should you should feel the full weight of the law coming down on you. But it's interesting that they've uh, that they're taking this action because we're threat the united states oh, government we are, threatening them with you you'll never get another penny we out do of not us. like that at all no and, we I, don't. I, don't, and I don't know that we've actually threatened that i know that uh <laughs> kirby said uh look we, it hasn't passed yet and uh this is john kirby the spokesman yeah, for the state department yeah he uh he said look it hasn't passed yet Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he did his quick reminder of I'm sure Uganda you know realizes the they'll come to their the, senses the, right the amount of money that we spend on your country uh, would uh-huh. dry up something yeah. to that if you know something to that effect. Not like, en- you're not going to get any money from not entirely certain they care I don't know that they do and I know uh, KGP said something you know how that it was horrific as well and they obviously she is against it you know wholeheartedly mm-hmm. yeah but uh, a few years ago. Was this 2015? 2015 or 16, yeah, because Obama was president still, okay. so it had to be... Uh, 15 oh, or 16. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ugandan president is still in office, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's an interview from him yeah. uh, on CNN that is incredible. It, incredible. It's so un- incredible. We wanted to show you uh, the attitude of Uganda uh, with homosexuals. This is incredible. Listen to what, first of all, the questions and then his answers. Unbelievable. We bring in the studio no, this morning. No, not this one. Uh, not this one, the, the other it's one. It's the president. Yeah, the, it's uh, Ugandan the president. president on homosexuals. Cut uh, seven we'll, if you we'll have We'll get it. to that next one. But uh, this one with the Ugandan president uh, with CNN. It's about a minute long. Mm-hmm. Clip with him answering questions on uh, homosexuality. Do we have it or no? <laughs> Somebody, I think, uh, is traveling. Uh through our doors that don't work. Here you go. Here we go. Western human rights groups to President Obama respect, to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender re- people. Respect African societies and their values. Mm-hmm. Respect. Okay. If you don't agree, you just keep quiet. Let's manage our society the way we see. Mm-hmm. If we are wrong, we shall find out by ourselves. We don't need you. Just the way we don't uh, interfere with yours. Mm. Do you personally? Dislike homosexuals? Of course, they are disgusting. <laughs> what, what, what sort of people are they? How can you go? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I that's okay. Pa- I never pause, it. pause it for a second. That's it's not know. funny, but that is so <laughs> unexpected to hear from a world leader. You hear that into anywhere? Do you yourself personally uh, dislike homosexuals? Of course, they're, they're disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> and so then you wonder why this legislation is pending, right, in Uganda. Now, but he said in this Jeez. interview now, he says in this interview that he was willing to forget that. 
Oh, he was. Yeah, he was willing okay. to let that go. Is that still coming? Continue. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. see this. Let's see. That's how I've been told recently that uh, what they do is terrible, mm. disgusting. <laughs> but I was I was ready to ignore that. Yep. If okay. there oh. was proof. If we had proof. That's that's how he's born, abnormal. But now the proof huh. is not there. Okay. So okay. there's no proof that you're born that way, so it still remains disgusting. Can you imagine the outrage, oh, wow. well, we're the getting... chaos that would would ensue if our president said something like that? Ooh, wow. I mean, it's so pervasive that uh, this is an interesting question. They had on what Uganda's equivalent to Good Morning America yeah. or the Today Show. Correct. So this legendary guy who hosts a morning show on Ugandan well, television. It's called the Morning Breeze. The Morning Breeze uh, invited a homosexual on the show with him. I don't know if we have that. We'll we'll have to play this after the break. Yeah, we have it. That's the one that they started uh, wrongly earlier. It's there, so it we do have it. It just shows so. the mindset. Yeah, and they're talking to one of the Uganda LGBTQ advocates, uh-huh. which you talk about somebody that's uh, playing with fire. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, LGBTQ advocates in Uganda when the president is, uh, that's disgusting. Right. Oof. When you have that attitude. And you have the pending law of possible death mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. anything homosexual. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you get the interview on the morning breeze with yeah. the star asking questions that, uh, well, cut to the quick. <laughs> cut to the I mean, quick. again, you just can't, you can't even imagine the question being asked. In the United States. No way. Uh, But uh, we'll share that with you coming up. Welcome. I got some tweets here. Toby's account tweets concerning the uh, one in quintillion chance of getting a perfect (laughs) NCAA tournament bracket. Quintillion. The U.S. debit after two more years of Biden. Oh, yeah. Man, that could happen. Maybe there before then. Yeah. That's yeah. true. That yeah. is true. Pat's abused headphone cord, which just reminded me to leave it alone. Uh, you see, the FBI is doing her a favor. Oh, okay. The FBI by taking the money from the, you know, the civil asset forfeiture. Yeah. Thing. The FBI is doing her a favor by taking her money before the bank collapses. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, uh, so you uh, can look at it that way. Uh, High Plains Stranger, the asset forfeiture problem is proof the government believes all money is theirs, and we should be thankful they allow us to keep some. Boy, it's not the truth. Yes, it is. Dirty Mule tweets, Pat, please just tell me we're safe from Greenland so I can sleep at night. Wish I could, (laughs) but I can't. (laughs) We're just not. The Greenlanders... Uh, if they ever get hacked off enough to launch an attack, I, I think we're powerless to stop them. <laughs> so, Greenlanders are tough, man. Yeah, they are. Well, they're in a hostile environment year-round, right? All 40,000 right. of them. I think there's about 40, 45,000 people that live in Greenland. Do you watch the show on Netflix, Vikings? Because uh, um, uh, uh, Leif Garrett shows up <laughs> and fights with the Vikings, and he's a Greenlander. Oh, okay. So he's not from Norway? Well, he's from Norway. Right? No, no. In he's the, from in, Greenland. In the Vikings, he's from Greenland, but okay. he's obviously then he shows up to hmm. and ends up fighting with the Vikings. Is that still going on? Vikings? Uh there's I think there's two seasons. I don't know if we've come out with a third uh. season yet, but the first two seasons were really good. I really liked it a lot. It okay. Good. Uh 
Is there one you haven't liked that you've seen uh, there? Because I know sure. you've seen all shows that have been broadcast in any in some format, right? <laughs> uh, but is there one you did you just well, didn't love? Is there one? Know. You can't think of one right now. I mean, can it's you? a network show, sure. Okay, man, I can't tell you the last network show I watched. Uh, I don't watch anything on a network. Really? Yeah. It's all on the streaming apps. Yeah, like, but I mean, like if you can you can watch some CBS or NBC shows. Uh, CBS, you watch NBC and Fox on Hulu, I think. Mm, and mm-hmm. CBS, you have to have their their app or Paramount Plus. Yeah, but you can watch those shows there. Is Good, that what you're talking but there's about? yeah, there's I there's not one I do watch uh, uh, follow. Uh, you yeah, watch? There, don't there, you watch that one with uh, uh, Tom Selleck? What is it? Blue Bloods? Isn't well, that? First of all, yes. yes. He's the police okay. commissioner. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. All right. No, yeah. Don't be messing with Blue Bloods, man. No, I wouldn't. I okay. Wouldn't, I wouldn't think of it. Talking about the Reagan family. I tell you, they run New York. Don't be Really? Off. Yeah. Okay. I love them. I love that show. Yeah. It's been on like 12 or 13 years now. Has it really? Oh, it's a big show. Oh, and that's wow. one of the few shows where they pray in it. They oh. have dinner around the table with the family. How dare they? Say, I know. What about the separation of church and entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> what about that constitutional right? I know. Don't you be jamming that down my throat. Uh, Michael James tweets, Today's Americans are not the revolutionary generation. Patrick Henry's give me liberty or give me death speech today would be called give me comfort or just give me cash. <laughs> uh, from Mr. S, he just has an observation. Patrick Henry, we lost him. We lost him. Uh, could have warned me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, couldn't you tell us he's sick? He's not feeling well in his early 300s? No. He's just like that. He's gone? Wow. Uh, I'm only here for the popcorn tweets, so it would seem Uganda has adopted the actual don't say gay bill. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, it would, wouldn't it? Yes, they have. Now, you know, according to to uh, them, I mean, they want to, uh, you know, protect this for family and you know, uh, that's what they, that's what they say, right. Mm-hmm. It's for family. And, mm-hmm. uh, they believe that this is, uh, protecting traditional family values, our diverse culture, our face by prohibiting any form of sexual relations between persons of the same sex and the promotion or recognition of sexual relations between persons of the same sex. Wow. Oof. Wow. I know. Amazing. So we, Amazing in 2023. Yeah. So we heard from the Ugandan president who said that uh, he, does he hate homosexuality? Of course, is disgusting. Right. Now, he was willing to look the other way at that mm-hmm. if you could find proof. Which he that, says that does not exist. That, correct. So. That was in 2016. Have we found that proof? It doesn't look like Uganda has. No. Uh, so then we go to the uh, the morning breeze, uh, Ugandan's With morning With their show. legendary host. Uh, Simon Kagwa Najala. Okay. Uh, who's, I mean. Like, you didn't have to tell us that. We all knew. Again, it was, I apologize. So, I mean, yeah. Kagwa Najala. Uh, so. <laughs> we knew it. He is talking to the LGBTQ. Um, Spokesperson? Well, I mean, he's one of their, uh, one of their big people in Uganda. Mm-hmm. That, I can't remember, what was his name? Gosh darn it. Whatever. Uh, He's just representing well, no, LGBTQ whatever. I mean, interests. Yes, he is. He's okay. re- and he tells, us, he tells us the name in the interview. This is kind of a, a mashup of the interview. It's about a minute long. But uh, he asked some, some deep questions. Okay. Let's see. 
We bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists, right. Mr. Should I call you Mr. Pepe Julian Pepe Onzima? Julian. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Good morning. Me. Morning to you. Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm Wait, gay? pause it for so, a second. Okay, that's your first question. Right out of the box. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Because uh, <laughs> it's really fun. I just enjoy it. I just love it. You know? Really? Yeah, you should try it. Is that his just, answer? I don't know. I we just paused have, it. Well, this is what I'm guessing he's okay. going to say. I just enjoy being gay in a country where you can be killed for it. <laughs> love it, man. It is. It's fun, it fun, fun. Until my daddy takes my T-bird away. It does seem less than optimal. Yeah, it does. To be gay in Uganda. Suboptimal. Anyway, <laughs> here's the rest. Why are you gay? <laughs> Who says I'm gay? Who says? You are gay. You are a transgender. What, 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 what shows that I'm gay? You are a transgender, yes, and you're a gay rights activist and an mm. outspoken um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, lesbian, homosexual. <laughs> How can I describe you? Now, we're looking at the raging <laughs> debate. Uh, you're a gay rights activist. Why should someone be gay? You're having a girlfriend. Yes. Do you perform yes. the natural obligations? Oh my. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sexually active right now. Huh. So what are By you doing with this lady? By choice. By choice. Yeah. I've just not, uh, I've chosen not to engage. Okay. Doesn't that make you gay? <laughs> well, not if you're... What do you mean, doesn't that make me gay? I am, I am male and attracted to a female. Uh-huh. So who is gay? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. Have you ever seen an interview that bizarre? Uh, no. Wow. I mean, it makes me want to tune into the morning breeze. <laughs> Jeez. Why are you gay? Why are you gay? Why <laughs> are you gay? <laughs> and then he, I mean, so, so that person is... Uh, a biological female. female that is transitioning to male. Well, right? Yes. And and likes women. Now, if they I, she identifies as a male, yes. I don't know that she's actually going through the transition, but okay. yes. But if the person if she became a he and then still liked uh women, right. And then then they're hetero, right? Correct. I don't know. Correct. It's, it's a correct. confusing. But that's correct, but yeah. there is no Right now, right? Where she's not transitioning. Right. Or he's not transitioning. He's just identifying. Yeah. As a, as a male. Wow. So. Wow. The technically, the body part is our female. Just those questions in the United States, you would be summarily fired and probably wouldn't <laughs> oh, work anywhere at any time uh, oh, ever again. Welcome to uh, Fox Morning Show. Why are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? <laughs> that ends it, right? You're done. You're I mean, absolutely done. What do you mean, done. why am I gay? I know. Why? Um, hmm. Let me see. <laughs> but the person that was there, I don't know what their pronoun is, frankly, or pronouns Pepe? Pronouns are. Pepe. Uh, but they, she, they chose uh, to just defy that they were even gay and maybe that's because of fear because yeah. of this legislation yeah i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't want the ugandan yeah, I'm not government sexually active i'm not right. gay right yeah, no kidding so he, what what a weird dumb question it was well because you're not having sex doesn't that make you gay no no it does not
I mean, if you're not having sex, it's not gayness or heterosexual, right? You're you're abstaining. It would make you asexual. So Pepe maybe. is a Swiss-born transgender. Okay. LGBTQ rights and human rights activist, mm. director of Sexual Minorities Uganda. But okay. I bet you that goes over good. I bet you they got a big neon sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They list their address and all their <laughs> paraphernalia. You no, know they do. Sheesh. Um, all right. Just to finish up the uh, last couple of tweets here, but uh, Blunter Hayden tweets, wonder what the people of Uganda think about drag queen story hours. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. I wonder. Uh, Jimmy Dimples, wow. Well, you got to salute the Ugandan president's honesty and candor. He makes Trump look like Casper Milk Toast. <laughs> yep. That's for sure. I yep. mean, that is for sure. Mm. They, uh... I don't know if it's refreshing or not. Uh, no, it's, 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 it's too extreme to be refreshing. You know, it's it's too far out there. And, I mean, that is just plain hatred based on sexual preference. And, correct. Uh, yeah. I think we all agree. That seems a bit much. Yeah. It, it <laughs> seems does. a bit much. It somehow does seem to be just hey, a bit homosexuals? Much. Of course. They're disgusting. <laughs> okay. Seriously dude, done. It, dude. You would never hold office again. Uh, probably wouldn't get a job ever again. You've been in office since 86. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible. Well, what are we doing in Uganda? And if they, the, the thing is, right, I mean, here's another unifying uh, portion of this administration. Yeah. Is that they're bringing the world together, right? So if they mm-hmm. badmouth and pull the money from Uganda, where does Uganda go? Uh, China. To China. China. Absolutely, and China says welcome. Yeah, China won't care about their. And they may already be there. Policy. I mean, they, they may they already might. be there. Yeah, they might, because he seemed to uh, indicate that he didn't really care about the United no, States opinions of, right. of what's going on. Right, there. you just keep to yourself. Yeah, zip it. Whatever, it's our business, not yours. We'll find it out for ourselves if we're wrong or not. You're not going to tell us. Right, it's essentially what he said. Uh, and speaking of uh, the transitioning people and and what's going on in the trans world, the World uh, Athletics Union has just decided to exclude transgender women who have gone through male puberty from female events. The body's president, Lord Coe, said decisive action had been taken to protect the female category in our sport. Ha! Huh. Ha! Huh. Lord Coe told a news conference, the council has agreed to exclude male-to-female transgender athletes who have been through male puberty from female world ranking competitions starting March 31st. In January, they said they were consulting with member federations on a proposal to change the rules on participation of transgender women in female competitions. The issue is thorny, as sports try to strike a balance between inclusivity and making sure there is no unfair advantage. Wow. Somebody stepped up and did something to protect women. Nice job. That is fantastic. Uh, Because we've got so many, so many uh, incidents where these men are winning women's competitions. We do? Yeah, we do. Well, I mean, we can congratulate. uh, We have another winner. Oh, uh, good. Tiffany Thomas. Tiffany Uh, used to be a man or... Just still is biologically a man. Just won the NYC women's cycling event. 
Tiffany uh, Thomas. Trans-identifying male. Huh. So you got Tiffany Thomas, you got Leah Thomas, who's dominating women's swimming in college. Uh, is the whole Thomas family <laughs> the transitioning Thomas family. Yes, to women? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, the icons of women Twitter account, I will say, you know, they talk about not fair at all. They are unhappy. Trans women are not a threat to women's sports. Uh, I have to disagree with that. Kind of. Yeah. More than kind of, they absolutely are. And there's been a couple of sports federations like this, World Athletics, uh, who have taken some steps. I think they did this, was it soccer? A few weeks ago, or maybe a month or so ago, we were talking about a story where another league said, yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to accept biological males in women's sport. But what we're going to do is create a transgender category. So if you're trans, then you just compete against other trans people. That seems like a decent, fair way to handle the situation. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So according to the World Athletics Association, transgender athletes competing at elite level would compromise the integrity of female competition. When asked how he would respond if a transgender athlete said the decision was unfair, uh, Lord Coe said, we don't have any transgender athletes in international competition. That day may come. But until we understand a great deal more about the science around this, which we don't, we actually do, uh, we have to fall back on a fundamental principle that is that we are here charged with the responsibility of defending the female category. And that's what we have done. And good for you. I, I, I'm a little irritated that we keep hiding behind the science of this. We already know the science. Yeah, we do. We already know it. Biologically, men are physically different than women and have certain advantages when it comes to sports. Which is why a guy who is 462nd in men's swimming in college makes the transition to women's uh, swimming and becomes the number one swimmer in college uh, athletics. I, it's not brain surgery. We already know the deal here. Of course it affects uh, women, and of course you have an advantage uh, when, it, when it comes to sports. If you're a male and you've gone through puberty and you have all the, you know, structural differences then it's obvious that it's unfair. But, you know, so many of these leagues don't care. No, they do not. They don't care at all. And, you know, congratulations to Tiffany, I mean, for finishing first place. Mm-hmm. She's finished first mm-hmm. place 16 other times in her career. 16 so, other times. Good for okay. her. Good. Uh, good yeah, for her. All in women's competitions? As or? far as I can tell. Okay. Hmm. Well, good job, Tiffany. That's great. And that was a New York cycling event? Trying to, yeah. I was trying mm-hmm. to see. There was one story I've had and i can't find the the quote about uh her being so excited and taking over women's sports i can't can't find the exact quote but it was Mm. like well yeah duh (laughs) what are we talking about i mean of course i'm dominating these women picture of you on that platform hello yeah Excuse me, it's ma'am. You see any differences there? Yeah, I think so. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Pat 
Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Got a few tweets here. Uh, A-R-H-Z. Ars tweets, it's amazing that the communist, fascist, Democrat could go against Uganda, uh, but they give money to Iran, who believe the same things, and their religion puts gays to death uh, or in prison for life. Well, yeah, we left them that. Was it $2 billion on the tarmac? So something a like that. A lot of money, yeah. And, we, and to be honest, we, we haven't stopped giving Uganda any money yet. Not yet. Right, not yet. Uh, but we're th- I'm sure the back channels uh, are all lit up right now with, don't do this, don't do this, you're going to lose your funding. Uh, from Jeffy's Bionic Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Maybe we can get that reporter, the Ugandan reporter, uh, maybe we can get him here to interview Joe Biden. So why are you dumb? <laughs> why are you president? <laughs> uh, wouldn't that be great? What do we call you? <laughs> when did you lose all reason and your cognitive ability? Why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, uh, all right. The 248th year anniversary of Patrick Henry's speech, Give Me Liberty. Uh, I thought it might be a good time just for a little refresher uh, from that speech. And here's what he said. No man thinks more highly than I do of the patriotism as well as abilities of the very worthy gentlemen who have just addressed the House. But different men often see the same subject in different lights. So he's talking about those who are... Okay, with appeasing Britain, we shouldn't go against them, blah, blah, blah. And therefore, I hope it will not be thought disrespectful to those gentlemen if, entertaining as I do opinions of a character very opposite to theirs, I shall speak forth my sentiments freely and without reserve. This is no time for ceremony. The question before the House is one of awful moment to this country. For my part, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. And in proportion to the magnitude of the subject, ought to be the freedom of the debate. It is only in this way that we can hope to arrive at the truth and fulfill the great responsibility which we hold to God and our country. Should I keep back my opinions at such a time, through fear of giving offense, I should consider myself of guilty of treason towards my country. And of an act of disloyalty toward the majesty of heaven, which I revere above all earthly kings. Wow, can you imagine any of this being said on the House floor today? He went on. Mr. President, it is natural to man to indulge in the illusions of hope. We are apt to shut our eyes against a painful truth and listen to the song of that siren till she transforms us into beasts. Is this the part of wise men? Engaged in a great and arduous struggle for liberty, are we disposed to be of the numbers of those who, having eyes, see not, and having ears, hear not, the things which so nearly concern their temporal salvation? For my part, whatever anguish of spirit it may cost, I am willing to know the whole truth, to know the worst, and to provide for it. I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, And that is the lamp of experience. I know of no way of judging of the future but by the past. 
and judging by the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the British ministry for the last 10 years to justify those hopes with which gentlemen have been pleased to solace themselves and the house. Is it that insidious smile with which our petition has been lately received? Trust it not, sir. It will prove a snare to your feet. Suffer not yourselves to be betrayed with a kiss. Ask yourselves how this gracious reception of our petition comports with those warlike preparations which cover our waters and darken our land. Are fleets and armies necessary to, to a work of love and reconciliation? Have we shown ourselves so unwilling to be reconciled that force must be called in to win back our love? Let us not deceive ourselves, sir. These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. I ask, gentlemen, sir, what means this martial array, if its purpose be not to force us to submission? Can gentlemen assign any other possible motive for it? Has Great Britain any enemy in this quarter of the world to call for all this accumulation of navies and armies? No, sir, she has none. They are meant for us. They can be meant for no other. They are sent over to bind and rivet upon us those chains which the British ministry have been so long forging. And what have we to oppose them? Shall we try argument? Sir, we have been trying that for the last ten years. Have we anything new to offer upon the subject? Nothing. We have held the subject up in every light of which it is capable. But it has been all in vain. Shall we resort to entreaty and humble supplication? What terms shall we find which have not been already exhausted? Let us not, I beseech you, sir, deceive ourselves. Sir, we have done everything we could that could be done to avert the storm which is now coming on. We have petitioned. We have remonstrated. We have supplicated. We have prostrated ourselves before the throne and have implored its interposition to arrest the tyrannical hands of the ministry and parliament. Our petitions have been slighted. Our, remonstrance, our remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult. Our supplications have been disregarded. And we have been spurned with contempt from the foot of the throne. In vain after these things, may we indulge the fond hope of peace and reconciliation. There is no longer any room for hope. If we wish to be free, if we mean to preserve inviolate those inestimable privileges for which we have been so long contending, if we mean not basely to abandon the noble struggle in which we have been so long engaged and which we have pledged ourselves never to abandon until the glorious object of our contest shall be obtained, we must fight. I repeat it, sir, we must fight. An appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that's left to us. They tell us, sir, that we are weak, unable to cope with so formidable an adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be the next week or the next year? Will it be when we're totally disarmed and when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we gather by strength? Shall we gather strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the, the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusion phantom of hope 
until our enemies shall have bound uh, shall have bound us hand and foot. Sir, we are not weak if we make proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty and in such a country as that which we possessed are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will rise up, friends, to fight our battles for us. The battle, sir, is not to the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave. Besides, sir, we have no election. If we, if we were base enough to desire it, it is now too late to retire from the contest. There is no retreat, but in submission and slavery, our chains are forged. Their clanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is ine inevitable, and let it come. I repeat it, sir, let it come. It is in vain, sir, to extenuate the matter. Gentlemen may cry, peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war is actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it the gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Wow, is that powerful. Wow, is that obsolete now? We don't. We just don't have that sentiment no, we do not. in our government. I don't think we've heard anything like that in quite oh, some time. No, we have not. <laughs> Wow. And of course, we just don't speak like that anymore. Well, man, was it powerful. Jeez. I'd be happy to give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you forget how powerful that entire speech was. I mean, the ending is phenomenal, but the whole speech yeah. is fantastic all the way through. Patrick Henry was one of the great orators of the time. and Bring it. And he brought it. It's here. Yeah. It's here. Will it? <laughs> yep. We're ready. There's nowhere else to go. Instead, now, most of the time, we just roll over and play dead. And uh, we don't bother with it. It's too hard. You know, I don't want to offend anybody. And he talks about that. Uh, we can't worry about offending anybody. Right. Uh, the, the, the time to be offended and roll over and play dead is long past. And we tried everything else. We've done everything we possibly could to resolve this peacefully. Now it's time for something else. So I'd like to, you know, go ahead and tweet that, but I don't want to get banned from Twitter. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they and that speech probably would get you banned from Twitter. It it probably would. Uh, all right, let me tell you uh, about Patriot Mobile. Um, Americans, in large measure, like Patrick Henry did, uh, you know, 248 years ago, we've had enough. And we're, we're just done supporting these companies, for one thing, that rake in hundreds of millions, sometimes billions of dollars, while trashing the country that made it all possible for them, while trashing the people who are their very customers. You know, until recently, we had to just take it. Uh, but now there's companies like Patriot Mobile, and they're building a whole new economy, one that embraces the values that made America the greatest country on earth. 
Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. If that's been your big stumbling block, well, I like being with my network. It's convenient. My friends and family can all participate. That's not an excuse anymore because you can do all of that still through Patriot Mobile. Okay? Plus, they offer a coverage guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to a different network for free without uh, changing any of the, the without changing carriers. All this, plus the knowledge that you're supporting free speech, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military and first responders. They also have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, and they're fantastic. So, go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, or you could call them right now at 878-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today when you use the offer code PAT. PatriotMobile.com slash PAT or 878-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. You need fooling. Baby, I'm not fooling. Wow, why are you thinking of that song? back to school. I don't know why that came into my head. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. We Isn't do that weird? Uh, a couple of tweets uh, coming in from uh, one from a microaggressor thanking you mm. uh, okay. for bringing up homeschooling memories, reading Patrick Henry's speech, spent a lot of time teaching my kids about the founding of our country. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great. And that's probably the only place. No, it's good for you. I mean, that's one of the few places you would even ever hear that speech is in the home uh, if you're homeschooling. Because oh. I, I don't know that they would they do that still in public schools. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that. Me too. I doubt that. And then uh, from uh, from Rowdy, he wanted to thank you again for reading Patrick Henry's speech. Uh, this morning on its anniversary, I have a new favorite word for today. Mm-hmm. Remonstrate. Oh, yeah. Uh, you don't hear that often. You don't hear remonstrate. He gives the definition. Remonstrate. Verb. Okay. Make a forcefully reproachful protest. Mm. Okay. You don't, I mean, I, last time I remonstrated. Mm. I went to see a doctor. So. Uh, really? Uh, it doesn't say yeah. that. Can here, men that remonstrate? I, I don't even know that that's... I guess it today they day can. Where you're darn right. Yeah, darn yeah. Right we absolutely. Can. It's man. It is man. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, I meant to play this the other day, and we uh, somehow didn't get to it. KJP refusing to answer questions, um, as she does all the time. But oh. this, this is just so amazing. Uh, listen to her being asked about reparations now uh because that's a big deal san francisco san francisco is seriously talking about giving five million dollars to every black person in san francisco i I think i think uh greater california i think california is talking about that as well yeah and so uh kjp was asked about it where does this administration stand on reparations for um Slavery and segregation uh, and mm-hmm. similar uh, historic similar. wrongs, you know, uh, specifically <laughs> pertaining to Black Americans. Why? Okay. So look, uh, we understand that there's a legislation on the Hill currently yeah. uh, on this okay. on the study of repra- uh, reparations. Pardon me. Sure. And we think Congress it. is the uh, the appropriate venue for consideration consideration on such action. What? Uh, and what? so we're going to leave it there for Congress to decide to there. let them I go see. through okay. their process uh-huh. uh, that they're taking. Let them go through it. But I would I would lay out uh, and speak to what uh, the president has done oh okay and then i guess she speaks to what the president has done but has uh, the president done? she she can't well a lot of bad things tell you that 
I doubt she laid those out. But I doubt she did, too. You know, we can't comment on a bill that's before Congress? Yeah, that's not a thing, okay? <laughs> Actually, only, I thought that's what you were there for. Yes! Not only can you, you should be and have a million times. <laughs> Biden talks about bills that are before Congress all the time, and so does she. She certainly talked about the bill that's before Uganda's uh, government, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the only job she has is talking about things that are in Congress or things that are coming up in, you know, in the country, sharing the president's feelings on certain topics. Uh, I mean, we mentioned this toward the end of the show. Uh, yesterday, but Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, another great world leader. Oh, isn't he though? He's terrific. That's a very good guy. Uh, he linked flat earthers uh, to anti-vaxxers and uh, warned about online disinformation uh, during this town hall he did. Uh, he framed the government policy debate around digital censorship as a competing yeah. balance between degrees of free speech. And the state's ability to protect citizens. Well, his degree of free speech is there isn't any. Uh, yeah. I mean, he talks about how that, you know, all the online stuff um, is building up all these conspiracy theories. Well, what gives rise to conspiracy theories is the lying, deceiving governments that are supposed to have our best interest at heart, but instead they lie about everything. Yep. They lie about absolutely everything. COVID, the vaccine, bank collapses and bailouts, uh, the absolute corruption of the Biden crime family. They lie about that. They lie about Ukraine. They lie about spending. They lie about the economy. They lie about January 6th and the seven people who were killed by the mob, supposedly, on the day that democracy almost died. They just put another one in prison for three years yesterday. Gosh, jeez, man. The, it's the girl incredible. That was, the girl that was the original one that broke into Pelosi's office, mm-hmm. uh, she got three years. My gosh. Three oh, my gosh. Years. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, yeah, they keep lying about that. And so what happens is that when they won't tell us things, when they when they remain quiet, like, for instance, uh, the Paul Pelosi situation, how long did they stay silent, wouldn't show us the, the video, the camera anything, footage, yeah. nothing. So we have a ten- tendency to fill in the blanks. <laughs> we just... Yes, uh, we do. You know? <laughs> And sometimes the internet gets it right. Sometimes it gets things wrong. But it is they, meaning the government and their spokespeople, it's them that inspire all the myths and disinformation um, that they continually whine about. There's myths and disinformation because you won't ever tell us the truth. So we go digging and we see some things and start putting connecting dots and maybe the dots don't connect the way we thought. But uh, I'm sick and tired of them blaming us. I meet you, and, and, I, and I will say the thing is, is that when the dots don't connect, and we finally do get what actually happened, mm-hmm. we do backtrack and yes. say, you know, we told oh, you yeah. this, we I, we came up with this idea. I still like this idea, but it's not true. <laughs> right? Uh, we say it all the time. Yeah. Yes, uh, we do. I mean, that's part of the the well, it's part of the fun for me actually is <laughs> on chewing the fat. Uh huh. 
connecting dots that might not be but there. That might not connect. Remember the dots that were connected around the, what was it called, ping pong pizza or something in Washington, oh, D.C.? Oh, yeah. They were supposedly, Hillary Clinton was running a, I don't know, child sex slavery yeah. uh, business out, of, out the of the basement where there was no basement. And certainly well, they had nothing to do with sure it. sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, well, I'm positive, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was actually a restaurant <laughs> that was featured, I believe, on Guy Fieri's uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And I was he, reading a story about your boy the other day. About Guy, Guy Fieri? Yeah. What? He's uh, giving up the signature look. <laughs> what? I know. He's uh, he's keeping it. No. And I thought it was the hair. Oh, that's what I thought. But it's you not. Talking it's, the, about. it's the shirts. The shirts. The shirts, yeah. Okay. So he's going to keep the spiky hair, do. But yeah, it didn't say anything about losing. The, uh, with that, I mean, the headline is kind of misleading. Fact check, mm-hmm. misleading headline. Because mm-hmm. uh, the signature look is really, to me, the hair. Oh, for sure. But they talked about the bowling shirt look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever the the shirt look was. All right. Was uh, supposed to be well, just for fun on the pilot episode, and they said keep it. Oh. So I guess he's not going to. And now he's not going to. Is he still doing drivers? I guess I don't know. Diners, drive-ins, and dives? Guys. Does whatever the heck he wants. Yes, so. he does, and he's I mean, been handsomely rewarded. The, the network is his to do sure whatever is. he wants with. So yeah, he just signed. Was it a ten-year deal? It was, I think it was a big deal. Twenty million yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. So two hundred million dollar contract. <laughs> That's not bad. No, it's not. That's not. I'd keep no, the spiky not. hair. Uh, I'd, I'd wear the bowling shirts as well. You, you bet. <laughs> Seems to have worked yeah, out. No doubt about it. Fairly well, anyway. Uh, are there any new movies coming out? You know, there's been a real dearth, it seems, uh, of of good movies lately. Um, I I can't remember the last movie I went well, to John see Wick. in a theater. John Wick comes out this weekend, right? Does is it? John Wick 4? Does that start this weekend? Okay. John Wick 4 or 5 If it does, that'll it probably be fairly big. Yeah, that'll be Right? Huge. People yeah. seem to It's really good. That. And Lance Reddick is in it. This is last time since he did, just died. And so it'll be... It'll oh, he's be not going to be any... What? Just because... We lost him. Well, I, we lost. He's not going to do any more I, movies. I don't know that. Okay. I mean, the well, family may, yeah. the family may work some deal where they bring him back. <laughs> uh, if I'm Lance Reddick's family, I'm doing that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No doubt about that. But we have Succession starting this weekend too. Now that's not a movie, but it's HBO. Succession is starting back up again. The final season on HBO. Kind of a big guy show for you though. How uh, how fat do you have to be to watch that show? Well, what's the tonnage? <laughs> What's the minimum for entry? That may have changed for the final world. season, so I'm not sure right now. I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay, but yeah, you're right. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 4. Yeah. Then Shazam, which is getting, uh, I think that's already out, Yeah. right? It has yeah. not been out for a I week know. or two. Yeah. Uh, das Kadamk. That sounds good. That does sound good, doesn't it? <laughs> that sounds good. Scream 6, Creed 3. Oh, yeah, Creed 3. I mean... That's been out for two or uh, three a couple weeks, weeks. Yeah. So has 65. That's from 65 million BC or whatever. Right. Uh, Ant-Man is not doing very well. Cocaine Bear is still in theaters. You know what does interest me is the Jesus Revolution movie. Yeah, that's supposed to be really yeah, good. Yeah, people say that's, that's really, really, really good. good. Yeah. So, you know, there it is. It'll be. Your weekend entertainment. Uh. Welcome. Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, we are all over the internets. You can find us uh, on YouTube, youtube.com slash Pat Gray. 
There's also uh, Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed. Facebook.com slash Pat Unleashed. All right? Any of those places. Also, you can go to blazetv.com slash Pat and sign up, subscribe. Make sure you're a subscriber. It gives you access to a whole world, a wealth of Blaze uh, shows and information. And it gives you access to the overtime show that we do. Our overtime. Not which, only do you have this yeah. show mm-hmm. every day. That we give you even more. We give and we give right. and we give. Don't we, Jeffy? I, I, yes. And then, of course, you've got your yes, uh, wonderful podcast, which I know you've been fighting to keep that cost down, the price to the subscribers. You, uh, you've you been fighting hard, and uh, we all appreciate the effort. Are you still, you, you've still been successful in that effort? As of today. As of today. Yes. It is still free. It's still free. Holy Chewing the cow. fat. That is something else. still free. That is something yeah, else. You can subscribe on any platform i don't i mean no one fights harder than you do for the listener for the listener thank you for the podcast listener i couldn't help but notice that well so thank you not only i feel like you didn't mean that no thank you of course i meant it it came from the heart maybe even deeper came from my small intestine that's where it came from so that's pretty deep that is meaningful right there oh thank you uh they just had this story on. Uh, yeah, what did I have? She retired. What's her face? Retired, right? Because uh, the bicyclist. Yes, yes, the bicyclist did retire uh, because. Oh yes, the twenty-five-year-old. Yeah. Hannah Aaronsman, professional female cyclist from Brevard, North Carolina, just turned twenty-five. She just re- retired She's from a long in the tooth, man. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Yes. Yeah. Time, time to, to go. She retired from com- the competitive circuit because male participants now dominate the sport. What a hate monger. Huh. What a hate monger who's just mongering <laughs> in hate. That's Can't despicable. Even oh, man. What? Yeah, she, you don't want to compete against men. Why? They don't have any advantage Thank over you. women. Uh, so biological males who are making the transition should be welcomed with open arms, and yet she did the opposite. Uh, at her last race, the 2022 U.S. Cycling uh, Cyclocross National Championships back in December, Aaronsman finished in fourth place, eh, a little whiner, and, and was kept off the winner's podium by Austin Killips. As might be guessed by his name, Austin Killips is a man who finished in third place ahead of Aaronsman and dozens of other female cyclists and who opted not to participate in the non-binary competition the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So they even offer a non-binary competition, but that's not good enough. They got to compete against the women. That's unbelievable. So she quit. Uh, she's retiring now. Wow. What a quitter. Incredible. Especially during uh, Women's History Month. <laughs> right? This is you know, Women's History Month. And I see, I, I noticed as I was looking up the Women's History Month uh, celebration uh-huh. uh, that they had at the White House, uh, I had forgotten. If, if we did this already, I, I forgot about it. But Jill Biden, I'm sorry, Dr. Jill Biden, uh, while hosting a reception in honor of Women's History Month, Mm-hmm. On the International Women of Courage Award, mm-hmm. uh, she gave that award to an Argentinian uh, politician 
who is a transgender woman. My gosh. So a biological so, male. Correct. Won another woman's award. Correct. I just how amazing. There, how does how do none of these people see anything wrong with that? I don't. How know. is it possible that you don't get that? That the men are taking over the women's category in virtually I know. everything. I know. It doesn't matter if it's a like a beauty contest, they're taking over that. If it's a sporting contest, if they're winning awards for women's month or whatever it is, you're you keep giving it out of political correctness. I you know. know that's what it's all about. To to these men. Well. Talk about it being a men's world. <laughs> Wasn't know. that the thing about and feminism? All proud of it. I can't all believe it. it. That's why I mean I love the uh the tweets from uh, Megan Maureen. She's a co-host of a of a show with Nick Foy. But uh the president's Twitter account yesterday tweeted a couple of things because it's Women's History Month, and that's what mm. they were celebrating okay. uh, at the White House yesterday. Sure. And his Twitter account, my favorite, was uh, this Women's History Month, we commit to building a nation that is worthy of the abilities and, and ambitions of all America's women's and girls. Women's and girls. That's what it says, women? Yeah, women and girls. Okay. And her response was, you gave a biological male a Women's Courage Award. Your Secretary of Health is a man. Your VP <laughs> sent a letter to Dylan Mulvaney praising him. Your Department of Energy official uh, was a luggage-stealing man with a mustache and heels. Your administration is a slap in the face to women. Then the next tweet from the president. Remember Tremendous. when uh, just being a woman was considered a pre-existing condition? This is the president's Twitter account, by the way. The Affordable Care Act changed that. Uh, MAGA Republicans up. in Congress may have forgotten but I haven't. And Megan's response was, uh, remember it? Of course. Heck, I'm so old, I remember when women didn't have penises. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Just absolutely fantastic. So, also, and, and we've gone the day without listening, having a video from our president, Joe Biden. And uh, while it's been nice, mm-hmm. I, I, hate to, I hate to have a day without our president. Well, yeah. So he was speaking uh, at this Women's Month party that they were having. Mm-hmm. And he, of course, goes off script. Oh, boy. And talks about, well, I'll let him tell Okay. You. We were talking inside. Jill has, mm-hmm. and I think I told Nancy this before, Jill has put some messages on my mirror while I'm shaving, so I make sure I see them. <laughs> and the one that was put in about a year ago was... Stop trying to make me love you. What? I don't know. I don't know. Stop trying to make me love you. That's <laughs> the message that you want to tell us. That's the message. That was, uh, that was stuck to your mirror in the morning. <laughs> so that'd be the first thing you saw to start your day. From your wife. Stop trying to make me love you. Hmm. Uh, first okay. of all, I would all right. I would say that that is bull crap. Uh huh. If she's leaving him notes, it's don't forget to take your meds. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. The uh, don't forget to put the depend on before you leave. Right. Right. You don't want any poo poo in your panties. <laughs> oh, you do not. <laughs> You don't There's want to be due to feces thrown all over the ceiling and stunk so, so bad. bad. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't want any of that. So 
Uh, apparently, after that, he says something like, uh, I'm still trying. <laughs> it's been a long... Uh, it's just really weird. Yeah. The guy the guy's a weird guy anyway. Yes. I mean, we know that. Yeah. He was we, weird before the dementia. He's, you know, now it's much worse, of course. But, yeah. Yeah. Strange things come out of his mouth all the time. Really strange. And uh, I know that we were celebrating, you know, National Women's Month. Mm. But, uh... Yeah. But don't, don't go off, don't go off script, and we don't need things like this. I, love it. I got hairy legs <laughs> that turn that that turn blonde in the sun. In the sun, and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool okay. and rub my leg down, huh. so it was straight, and then watch the hair <laughs> come, come back, come back up, up again. Okay, yeah, they look yeah. at it. Creepy, so I learned about weird. roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Okay, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Yeah, we understand that. Okay. Boy, no kidding. Don't jump. <laughs> Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me take a second and oh. uh, tell you about Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. You can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh smelling air. You can eliminate the odors, kill mold and mildew and bacteria and viruses. All of that with the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. You put it in three rooms of your home. For under, when you use the offer code PAT, you'll get it for under these three for under 200 bucks. You compare that to six or 800 in, uh, with other air purifiers, um, and they do such a great job. They're just a fraction of the price. You don't have to hassle with the changing filters and all that. You just plug them into the wall and turn them on, and they work. It's just, it's fantastic. They work sending out O3 molecules into the air. That So it's not a perfumey thing that just covers up a smell. It eliminates the odors. Do this today. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E. EdenPureDeals.com. Uh, use the discount code PAT and save $200. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAT. And you'll get the shipping for free. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Time now for Jeffy's <laughs> Fat Five. 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 Fat. So when you're driving uh, driving the family to see John Wick, uh, here's mm. some stories that you can talk about. Right. Oh, okay. Um, there is a new space concrete that's stronger than the regular one. As uh, you know, the, no quick return to Earth would be possible during deep space missions. So it's important to rely on materials that can be found on the spot. So a new material known as Starcrete. Uh, in addition to extraterrestrial dust, it's composed of potato starch and salt. When mixed w- with uh, simulated Mars dust, mm. the team demonstrated that the potato starch acts as a binding agent for this concrete. The resulting material twice as strong as regular concrete and can be used for construction in outer worlds on other planets. Um, the study notes that starcrete has a strength of 72 megapascals, while ordinary... I was going to say probably like 60, 65 megapascals. 72. But no, it's 72. 72. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that surprises me. Yeah. Well... I was about seven paxels off, megapascals off, Well, the right? ordinary... Correct. The ordinary <laughs> concrete has a strength of 32. You knew that. Oh, well... Obviously, don't insult my intelligence. But when, when tested with moon dust, yeah, 
Starcrete outperformed all others by 91. I was just going to say, I bet it's over 90 megapaxels. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Good. So, what a powerful story. Thank uh, you for Previously, that. the team. No, you got more. Oh, good. Okay. All right. I was disappointed that you were ending there. And uh, we're going to move on. Yeah, I want to okay. say congratulations. The Ringling Brothers at Barnum and Bailey Circus has uh, reimagined and reborn uh-huh. without uh, oh, animals. Oh, without animals? Without animals. So you're going to have a circus High with no animals. High octane family event with high wire tricks, soaring trapeze artists, and bicycles leaping on trampolines. Wow. Yeah. Won't that be fun? Well, he, hello. Won't it? Feld Entertainment, which owns the greatest show on earth. Who does? Uh, Feld Entertainment. Okay. And they do the other. So it's not Ringling Brothers anymore? Well, inside of Feld Entertainment, Mm. it's the Ringling Brothers, Barnum Bailey Circus, the greatest show on earth, yes. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it's under the the big top of Feld Entertainment. All right. Uh, 75 performers, 18 countries. Uh, you're going to get uh, a triangular high wire 25 feet off the ground, crisscrossing flying trapeze artists, spinning double wheels, kicks off uh, end of September in Louisiana, and then now uh, Ohio, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Missouri, Maryland, Michigan, Indiana, and then it'll go back to start up again uh, in 2024 in Florida. So it's a complete rethink of a modern circus. Uh, they've been working on how to integrate clowns and the branding of the merchandise for the last four years. Here's an idea. Um, just follow the blueprint that Cirque did. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty much what we're doing, right? I mean, it's, Sounds like it, yeah. But, Sounds like it's Cirque de Soleil. But uh, people for my, my friends uh, who I, I love uh, over there at PETA have praised the uh, animal-free revamp. If I'm not mistaken, Jeffy, nobody loves PETA uh, more than you do. I don't know that I've ever said that, but <laughs> nobody <laughs> well, supports it more Peter, than you Peter do. And I do not get along. At oh, all. wow. Okay. Uh, no, they do not like me hmm. because I'm humans first. I support, I mean, you bastard. Obviously, no one supports zoos more than me. Right. Obviously. Right. But there are obviously. times when, uh-huh. when humans, humans first. take precedent humans over animals. Always first. Hmm. Yes. Okay. PETA doesn't see it that way. No, they do not. They do not see it that way. So, uh, Idaho. Uh, story number three in the Fat Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idaho has uh, now uh, poised to uh, allow firing squads to execute condemned inmates when the state can't get the lethal injection drugs. So they're going to be used only mm-hmm. if the state can't obtain the drugs needed for lethal injections. So, I mean, they've already got one guy waiting because uh, they couldn't find the right drugs. Hold on. We'll shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We'll get it. We'll we're get gonna, it done. We're gonna get to you. Yeah. So we have you Mi- will be killed. We have Mississippi, Utah, Oklahoma, uh-huh. and South Carolina have firing squads now. Yeah, in Utah, it used to be this way. I don't know if it still is, but you could choose. Yeah, South Carolina as as the person being executed, you could choose between hanging, firing squad, electric chair. Uh, I think a couple and of maybe those it was have gone lethal away now. Uh, injection. Maybe I think it was, a couple of those have gone away. Now. But it's possible. Yeah, maybe the electric. Because South went Carolina, away. they. I mean, I remember when they revamped their killing rooms and made it ready for the firing squads, and now it's mm-hmm. on hold because you know they've got a legal challenge against it in South Carolina now, so it's on hold. But that was their deal that you'd be able to choose. Uh, you know, mm. they they were having a tough time, obviously, like Idaho getting the 
getting the drugs to uh, to kill you. So and mm. the companies weren't selling it; they couldn't find it. They weren't; it wasn't enough of it. And so, and there's been a couple of times where, like Oklahoma's had an issue where they've messed up the execution where the guy didn't die right away. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's sad. Gosh, it is. Sad. It is sad. Gosh darn it. Yeah, we you we don't weren't, want we weren't, you don't want the killing to be uh, painful, <laughs> right? No, I, they don't, I mean, and that's ridiculous to me. Is, but they don't. Is it? They it is. It is. Okay. I've got I've done specials on chewing the fat about serial killers and people on death row and the things they've done to people. I do I not know. feel bad I about know. them being really killed. True. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that's really I true. don't. And you wonder. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can inject into a person that would kill them. Why does it have to be I, this mixture of drugs? Because that's the nice way to do you, it. You could give them an overdose of uh, of. Uh, morphine. Oh, no, that's too good. We, right? We, we, but, but you could. But nice humans use that. But yes, <laughs> that's true. That is true. Very nice humans uh, use morphine. You don't want to waste it. That's correct. No. But you can give them an overdose of fentanyl. Yeah, we got plenty of that laying around. Plenty of that. And if you open up a package of it, you kill thousands of people uh, all over the country. If you injected them with Drano, that would probably do it. Probably. <laughs> Probably I'm not it. sure that that would be painless. Shoot him up with an air bubble. I was told years yes! ago that that would Goes just right to your heart, heart kills you. Dead. Yeah, it's weird. I know. But it's then, weird. having said all that, mm-hmm. then you know, last week we talked about the guy in Florida that was released from prison after 32 years being wrongly <laughs> convicted for murder. Yeah. Well, this week they just exonerated a guy here in Dallas uh, that was in prison for. 25 years being wrongly convicted for murder. Uh, where How he, bitter would you be? I know, well, I don't know. These guys get out and they're like, I'm happy. I'm just happy. Well, aren't you bitter? <laughs> not well, at the, all. I'm just happy to be guy, out. That would not be me. The guy in Florida was actually saying that he was happy to be out and he was forgiving and everything. The guy here in Texas didn't talk to nobody. Really? He didn't talk to the judge. The judge yeah. apologized. Uh, he didn't say anything in court. He didn't Jeez. say anything to the press. I mean, press, you just wasted nothing. 25 years of my life. Right. And, in prison right. and for he something had, I didn't do. And he had witnesses saying that he was somewhere else. Oh, my god. And gosh. they still convicted him. So they got a jersey that had some DNA on it, which they couldn't use, you know, 25 years ago. And so they tested the DNA and went, you know, you're <laughs> That's right. That's not him. Oh, oh, you're right. Man. And they have the guy in custody now, or the person. Jeez. I don't know if it's a guy. They have the person in custody whose DNA matched the jersey. Yeah. But we don't know who it is because at the time of the murder, this person was a minor. So we're treating this person like a minor now. My gosh. It's, it's so convoluted. It's so weird. Yeah, that is it's weird. so weird. And uh, the last story in the Fat Five is uh, we know that uh, Tom uh, Brady uh, – had uh, purchased uh, an expansion pickleball team uh, but earlier this year. But he's also, he just made a huge announcement uh, buying into another professional franchise. Mm. And. Hey guys, what's up? I got really special news to share today. I'm excited to announce I'm going to become part of the Las Vegas Aces organization. It was a matter of time before I was back in a building with some of the greatest athletes in the world. Uh-huh. And I grew up with three older sisters. Uh, they were all incredible athletes in their own right. They were role models to me. It's where my love of women's sports began. I tagged along. I was the <laughs> annoying little brother to all their games. And uh-huh. they were the best athletes in our house. And they're still Pause the great Pause it for just inspiration. a sec. He's not oh. What are the Las Vegas Aces? The WNBA. Oh, He's okay. getting to it. All right. Okay. Are we cutting Tom off? All right. Sorry. Talking with the Go goat ahead. off? Go ahead. 
to me. So I admire all the work the Aces players and staff and what the WNBA continues to do there to build the sport. Go. Okay, you should and have led to with empower that. the future generations of female athletes. One uh, I have in my own uh, family, and I'm ready to contribute in any way possible as a member of such a great organization. What an honor. Sure. I can't wait to what watch an honor. these amazing, talented players bring another Me championship too. to Las Vegas. Me too. LFG. And I see where he actually... Uh, now, What's LFG? Let's effing go. Oh, okay. And he usually says it, and he's said it for many times. He's been caught saying it coming off the field and you know all the stuff on, on Nash playing football. Uh-huh. So apparently now uh, he's been doing his Fox broadcast training. Uh, getting ready to broadcast football in a year or so. So they're like, Tom, maybe you ought to calm down on that. Maybe you ought to. Mm-hmm. How about we just, you know what? Let's just, let's just, let's just use the letters. <laughs> All right. That's still your mm-hmm. signature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of saying, let's F and go. Right. Uh, let's just, just use LFG. The, sure. And that's, that's, you know, hashtag that LFG. I mean, I was looking at some of, I mean, the guy was amazing. Right. I mean, 23 seasons in the league, mm-hmm. six Super Bowls. Uh, with New England, one with Tampa, uh, five-time winner of the Super Bowl MVP, three-time winner of the NFL MVP, selected to, you know, big deal, Pro Bowl 15 times, 89,219 yards, 649 touchdowns, 97.2 passer rating. I was, he did, had a pretty good career. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. He did all right. But yeah. now, pickleball team owner, WNBA. Ha. Huh. I mean, wow. So, I mean, can you imagine the little, crowd flooding I'm into a those games? That you didn't know who the Aces were. Had no idea. Literally didn't know. I think, I believe who that the they, Las they, Vegas I, Aces I believe are. they actually are the champions this year. Oh, are they? I think they won the championship last year. And I'm, I'm going to look it up here to make sure. Because I think I've heard a rumor that over seven people watched that game. <laughs> the yeah, it was nine people. Yeah, nine. People nine? Watched, nine so it was people over watched seven. The game. It was over seven. Uh, you're nine doing, You're doing great at guessing how the size right. of numbers today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know. Nine people saw it. Tom's going to, I mean, they're going to get a dozen. <laughs> now that he's With invested? Brady, yeah, I bet they will. Dozen. But you're right. Yeah. I'll bet you're right. If he keeps doing these videos and we keep playing them, he might. They might get a, a couple dozen people well, maybe, at, at the maybe game. Maybe a baker's dozen. Let's you never not know. get crazy. Okay, all let's right. not get crazy yes. with two dozen. <laughs> <laughs> and that is your fat five. All right. That good morning, Friday everybody. Fat five from chewing the fat. Uh-huh. Please subscribe to chewing the fat wherever you get your podcast. You know what? I think I will. Uh, especially since you fought so hard to keep the price down. I appreciate that a lot. So I'm going to watch it today just because. Uh, Also, Biden's approval rating has dipped near its lowest ever. He is down now to, uh, in this new Associated Press poll, 38%. His lowest so far has been 36% last summer when gas prices were so high. Oh, they're creeping back up again, by the way. I noticed this morning. Just what, the gas prices? Yes. yes, they are. Yes, they are. But look how much he's lowered them in the last oh, year. Yeah. Which is why 38% of us approve of him. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed.